Friday, November 24th is Black Friday. But companies don't want to wait until Black Friday to start Black Friday sales. So get ready for the early bird precursor beforehand first arrival not quite Black Friday, Black Friday sale. It's like Black Friday only without the stampeding, the shoving, the pushing, and the stabbing. Save huge on everything you don't really need but get caught up in the frenzy of old-fashioned greedy capitalism. The early bird precursor beforehand first arrival not quite Black Friday, Black Friday sale. Going on now, quick, buy stuff. <laughs> Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. One, two, three, four. Oh, there's no more. There's no more. Black Friday. It's now Black Friday month. Black Friday in July. What? Oh. So it might as well be Black Friday oh. in July. Like Christmas in July, and now it's Black Friday in okay, July. Yeah, as long as you say it might as well be, because I said I, I was going to say I, I've missed something where it was Black Friday in July. But yes, good morning. Hi, welcome. 557 or 8 on Starwater 2.1. Oxville's number one hit music station. A warm day today, 73. For the high today, 70 for the high tomorrow. Rain chances coming tomorrow about uh, late afternoon, 60% chance. Dropping the temperature out for the weekend to 60 or below. Maybe some more rain chances next week, which we definitely need. But, um, I mean, it's they've, they've, they've taken what is actually, a, a, I guess, a good thing. Black Friday was a good thing if, you know, you had deals and you had specials. But now, you know, like anybody else, like everything else, you just can't leave a good thing alone. Did you see, though, did you see the best shops on Black Friday in terms of pure percentage of discount? And I want to ask you about a couple of these. J.C. Penney, 2023 average percent discount by retailer, 59%. Wow. That's the average. And if you compare that to like Walmart at 26%, Amazon at 28%, Best Buy at 29%. How the how what the hell are they doing with the prices at JCPenney to be able to offer a 60% discount for <laughs> Black Friday? High. Yeah. Um maybe they're high. Are they still open? Yeah, Where? I thought they were closing though. I thought so too. What happened with that? Uh, apparently they turned it around. Mm. Offering 60% off. <laughs> Macy's. Maybe this is their going out of business Black Friday. Yeah, well, it doesn't say that because they would say that. That's another yeah. thing that you, you know, oh, going out of business sale. Then, uh, then we've been like uh, Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah. Not really out of, no no brick and mortar. No. But still Online. someone bought the idea, mm-hmm. the intellectual property of it, and still has it going on like, uh, like Toys R Us. Yeah. I think there's a couple of storefronts and airports and stuff like that, but certainly not like it used to be. Uh, Macy's at a 58% uh, percentage discount for this coming Black Friday. And I don't, know if they mean, I don't know if they mean month. I don't know if they mean day. Belks, as they call it around here. Belks. Belks. <laughs> well, you know, most Belk stores do have like two storefronts, men's and women's yeah, and housewares. Yeah. So maybe well, that's where the Belks mm-hmm. come in. Multiple Belks. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. It's 55% discount Dadgum. at the Kohl's. 48% discount for this uh, Black Friday. Then we drop off um, one of my favorite stores, BJ's. Uh, 30% discount. 30%, huh? <laughs> what? I like BJ's where? Well, what? What? Mm-hmm. I like BJ's Wholesale. That's yeah. what it's called, right? We don't have one here yet, but we're getting one soon. Are we? And, well, and oddly. In well, time for Black Friday? And, well, no, <laughs> probably not. But um, but interestingly enough, in the former location of JCPenney at the Foothills Mall okay. will be the BJ's. 
Really? Why are your eyes getting so wide? Would you stop it, young man? Uh. What? (laughs) (laughs) You know, they're just trying to kill us. You know that, right? They're just trying to kill us. Whoever they are... Or whoever they is, I guess, if you're whoever saying... Whoever they is. Whoever they, <laughs> while referring to something <clears throat> as it... Yes. Whoever they is. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I see who it They're trying to kill us. Okay. And on National Fast Food Day, you know... People like you, they're trying to kill. Mm-hmm. You love the fast foods. Can't get off of it. You Try. have all the apps now, don't you? Yeah, she Once again, making up SHI Thursday <laughs> as she goes along here. No, I have one. Remember, I said you talked me into one. I have one. And you're glad you have it, don't you? Because see, when don't try you to use jump, it. Don't, 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 see, don't move on. But when but you I'm, have it, aren't you? I mean, when you use it, when you need it, aren't you glad you have it? No. Oh. I'm never glad I have it. Oh. But now I'm 15,000 bonus points in and waiting to use them. And I can't seem to, I can't find my way to to using the points they're like it's almost like a like a high score on a video game now yeah. it says it right up there at the top i don't know why if i take away three thousand points for some nuggets then i don't have fifteen thousand points you it's like awesome. seeing that number i do yeah. it's crazy but they're trying to kill us coming off of the uh, news we didn't chat about it here i don't know if you saw it or not something called souplings where in tomato soup, they're putting grilled cheese dumplings Ooh. into tomato soup, which sounds wonderful. Well, you always dip your um, really you, you yeah, cheese, you can. your sandwich in the right, soup anyway. Right, but you don't have to. No, you don't have and to. And then you also don't have to buy you know tomato soup with grilled cheese souplings, but you a.k.a. Will. dumplings. <laughs> but you well, will. Did yeah. you see that Taco Bell launches new grilled cheese nacho fries yes. with little grilled cheese sammies, I would assume? On top of the nacho fries, alongside the new nacho fries lovers pass. I haven't the, heard about that. The nacho fries lovers pass starting today. New grilled cheese nacho fries featuring the brand's seasoned fries topped with a grilled bubbly blend of mozzarella, Monterey pepper, Monterey pe- pepper jack, and cheddar cheeses. Say that one time fast. Uh, Just once. I'm not even going to say three times. To <laughs> elevate the experience further, the fries are crowned with marinated and grilled steak and topped off with Taco Bell's signature nacho cheese and chipotle sauce. Oh my gosh, what's the calorie count on that? Uh, I can't Do they count tell that us high. that? Can't count that high. <laughs> Also available now, the all-new Nacho Fries Lovers Pass offers rewards members, which we, which means you have the app, which I, yeah. which I don't. Do you eat Taco Bell that much? I eat it. Plus, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I hear plenty. I was gonna say, <laughs> I didn't know you were a Taco Bell. I, I like Taco you know. Bell. Okay. Exclusive access to 30 days of nacho fries via the Taco Bell app. As part of the pass, rewards members can enjoy regular nacho fry order every day oh for gosh. 30 consecutive days. No. Oh, my god! They're not trying to kill us. That's too much. <laughs> they will also port in, if they, you know, you've seen those ports where they feed, like feeding tubes and stuff like that. They will port into your chest so it goes straight into your aorta, <laughs> a, a, an umbilical line. Effectively, right into your heart. Oh my God! With the nacho lovers, nacho well. fries lovers pass exclusively through the Taco Bell app for ten dollars today through December fourth. Ten dollars gets you all the nacho cheese fries. Your heart oh can God. handle. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Your We're heart trying. can't handle. <laughs> I think I said can, but thank you for the ad. No, I appreciate that. <laughs> I thought you said can. Well, you made it funnier than I said it. Okay, so I've gotten a three-week warning for my Gmail account. 
Have you gotten that? Do you have a Gmail account somewhere? You have like all these email accounts. So I'm assuming you have a Gmail somewhere. I have several Gmails that I have checked back in on to make sure that they don't go away. Okay. You must not use your Gmail account. Not a lot. Well, then you're going to lose it. Not a lot at all. And so they've told me, you if, you're, if it's inactive, we're going to get rid of it. And they say it's for security purposes. And I asked my husband about that because he has a Gmail account, well, several Gmail accounts, that he uses for different things. Mm-hmm. And mine I got for something somewhere down the line, but I don't use it very regularly. Yeah, you got it for email. I know, but I mean, I got it for a specific purpose. So that you could get out of your hotmail. That's one step better than AOL, which my wife still has. Well, hotmail is what I use primarily for my personal I'm saying email. It's outdated. Well, I still use it. It okay. works. Okay, but I'm just telling you, so, it's, it's outdated. You know, I know it's outdated. AOL's outdated. My wife's got that. I'm just saying there's more up to date email programs, and Gmail is one of them. But if you don't log into your accounts for a while, then they're gonna they're gonna reclaim them. Okay. Yeah. So it's saying that. So I went in and I and and it says that you can go in and send an email or get an right. e- you know yeah. and and they'll well, not take it because you've used it. Exactly. So I was like, but, but then I asked my husband. I said, does this have anything to do with the digital imprint? Because he has just changed jobs. Um, to a new job and one of the things that was frustrating him about the job that he had was the IT department kept going in and eliminating accounts or files that they were using because they said if they hadn't used them in two weeks two weeks and it was like um Working accounts, okay? Like okay. they would put something in another department, would be using it, but it was... So there's they, not another drive big enough to hold that stuff? They, no, it was. But they said our digital imprint is too big, so we're getting uh, rid of things because it was oh, a yeah. big company. Don't you mean digital footprint? No, they said imprint. Okay. I, I guess footprint, imprint's the same thing. Okay, I just, I've heard footprint a lot recently with real estate footprints being diminished in terms of you don't need such a big office anymore, you got fewer mm-hmm. people working in the office, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I guess they're using it interchangeably. So, so, so they were saying that, and he goes, well, how long is it? He goes, because we just put that on there and another department looks at it before we publish it. And they said, well, if it's not used in two weeks, and he goes, two weeks? It takes that yeah. long for somebody to look at it. That's too, yeah. and, they're sa- and he goes, why is the digital imprint a problem anyway? Because we have plenty of space. and mm. But th- so now the digital imprint footprint, if you want to say, is is now a problem, even though it's not really a but problem. You, have you read Have you read it about anything about this? Mm-hmm. Have you read anything about the storage, storage space issues? I know there are storage space issues, and I understand yeah, like legitimate like they're building farms. Yes, storage space farms. And I understand, like with my Gmail, if I'm not using it, I totally understand that you can't just have something yeah. sitting in space taking up space. Right. I totally get that. Yeah. But two weeks. Well, that's different. The, yeah. Your Gmail can go much longer. But yeah, in a company that do, does a lot of you know online work, you have to pay for your online storage. Yeah. Unless you have your own storage, which you don't. Most, no. Most companies don't. They store it off site. So yeah. it costs some money and the, and the prices are going up on that. Yeah. I so, understand that. Yeah. So, but if you want to keep your Gmail account, log pay attention, to, you yeah. know, log in. All you have to do is read something on there yeah. and they'll see it as being used. So just to give you a heads up, if you're... Hot storing mail. pictures or something. <laughs> AOL. Yeah, I'm making as much fun of my wife yeah. as I'm making of you. Yes. AOL, and we have her a Gmail account she never uses. Yeah, I and have one too. Barely you never use it. Use it. Um, I want you to listen to a sound clip real quick, and then we'll get back and discuss this sound clip. Hang on. Most of us only do one thing with our partners. 
and it's watching TV. And that is the lowest form of intimacy that you could possibly ask for with any human being. Wrong. I have this pyramid of intimacy and entertainment's on the lowest rung of the ladder. But that's what the majority of couples are doing. That's so right. if we're only watching TV together, I promise you that relationship is not growing. It's actually falling apart slowly and that's you have no idea. Bull ass wow. new age crap thinking. <laughs> we'll get into why. That was harsh. We'll be back. Yeah. This is going to sound like a cop out. You're going to say, no. Is that uh, me saying that? That sounds like my voice. <laughs> or are you doing the general? I'm doing you. Okay. You. That sounded like you doing me. What's wrong with a conversation starter if it happens while watching a television program or sitting at a dinner table on your phone? My life is a digicy. Yeah. All right. You know why we do the morning digicies at 6 a.m.? Because everybody says to everybody all the time, did you see? Did you see? Mm-hmm. Somebody asked me, what is, what's a did you see? I said, did, how often do you look at your phone and you look to your friend or your partner and you say, did you see this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you see? Yeah. I'm like, oh! Your kids say that? Right, everybody Her does. Mom, dad, did you see? Blah, blah, right, blah. right. Did you mm-hmm. see? Yeah. I believe, as opposed to this douchebag therapist who says that intimacy between couples, the lowest form of intimacy, is watching TV together. Now, I mean, if you're t- always watching TV together, I, I take issue with that. I mean, if that's all you do. Well, that's kind of what he said, but you know, I can promise you, unless you're actually just a torso and a head, and you're placed on the couch and people forget about you and the TV's on. Like Torso Man. Torso Man. Mm-hmm. Torso Man has arms, though. Um, and you, do, you, you do other things. that Nobody watches 24-hour television. I know. I can't say well. nobody. I was going to say, All don't right. say that. Listen, there listen, are listen, 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 listen to this douchebag again. Most yeah. of us only do one thing with our partners. Okay, that's wrong. That's bull. We do other things with our partners, but go on, D-bag. And it's watching TV. And that is the lowest form of intimacy that you could possibly ask for with any human being. You know, if you live with somebody, you know what, you know what happens often? You run out of things to talk about. How often can you talk about the kids? How often can you talk about the grandkids? How often can you talk about the dog? How often can you talk about the bills? How often can you talk about Oh, okay. Jack Reacher just kicked somebody's ass with a, with a shot to the nuts. <laughs> Boy, that could really hurt. Honey, does that hurt when you get throttled in the balls like that? And I have to say, yes, let me tell you. It's a conversation starter. When we're talking about our favorite show, which we'll do, we just watched the documentary on Beckham. And it talked and it talked about the amazing love between Posh Spice of the Spice mm-hmm. Girls and David Beckham of David Beckham, and with, <laughs> and of well, David Beckham. Well, if fame. I say soccer or football, <laughs> if I say football, <laughs> um, and it was just like wow, you get to you get to witness. Other, I mean, yes, it's it's, but you're, we're talking about relationships and and him and them, and then you know you're scrolling your news feed or whatever, you're looking at pictures, you're like, oh my god, did you see this? And then boom, then you're talking about something. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with the conversation starter? Just have because literally, maybe you and Ralph don't ever run out of things to talk about, you know. But most people, not us evolved couples like y'all, we have we run out of things to talk about. I mean, it's boring every day. You know, get in the car, we drive on. Can you believe how lucky we are? Okay, great. Did you see? Did you see? I don't think we run out of things to talk about, but of course I, you don't. But I agree <laughs> with you on. Well, I also agree that you don't have to be talking all the time. Okay, good, good point. Because I think there's comfortable silence. I love that, between, especially here on the Mark and Kim show. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love a good comfortable silence. Now, I believe there's comfortable silence between mm-hmm. longtime couples or, you know, where you don't have to be talking all the time. How about Deandra? 
Deandra says, my husband and I look forward to watching our favorite shows. I think it makes fun, makes it fun to be excited of about things together, even mm-hmm. if it's a show. At least we're watching the same show. My husband looks for things that I'll watch with him because we don't watch television together a lot. Travis, he wants to watch things with me. Travis says, TV and phones are the problem. No, Travis. No, Travis. You're the problem. Well, they can be <laughs> if that's all you're doing. No, yeah, you're doing other things. Phones. But if that's all you're doing, it can be a problem. There's other things, too, biologically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well. I'm right there, everybody. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to write. Hey, just put that anywhere, Kim. Starting at 2.1, her versus him, Mark versus Kim. As we welcome our two contestants, one named Joe and one named Sherry. Today, Sherry and Joe are playing the feud, and they're playing the feud for... Four tickets to Muse Knoxville, a fun steam museum including a full-dome planetarian teaching children of all ages through the power of play. What was the first thing you said? A, f- a f- what now? A fun what? Steam Museum. Steam? Mm-hmm. Science, technology, oh, engineering, oh. arts, and math. So not STEM? No, it's Oh, steam. cool. I like hmm. that. Well, good morning, Joe. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Sherry. Good morning. Oh, Sherry answers when she hears the word Joe. That's cool. Hi, Joe. (laughs) Hi. All right, so I got uh, three cards in front of me. Round one, round two, and round three. First round worth one point. Second round, two points. Third round, three points. Tie-breaking speed round question if necessary. Uh, Any questions, either one of you, about how we play the feud here on the Mark and Kim show? No. No. All right. We'll start with Sherry and Kim. First round, first point. Sherry, top five answers on the board. Give me the most popular answer. Name someone famous, dead or alive, that has a color in their name. Chris Brown. Is Chris Brown on the list? Have to say did not make the top five. So that would be strike number one. Kim, famous, dead or alive, that has a color in their name. Jack Black. Is Jack Black on the list? Yeah. Okay, you, you doing all the hmms and ha's over there? Is it sound effects you're doing? No, I'm just... Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, ah. <laughs> How about you wait your turn? <laughs> Jack Black, by the way, number four on the list. We've got four answers left and two strikes to work with. Sherry, dead or alive, someone famous has a color in their name. I can't think of one. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, that makes that easy. Strike number two. Kim. Kim. I know. I'm thinking. Kim. Three seconds. Two seconds. One second, Kim. Mm. All right. Boys, talk it out. Uh, pink. Sean White. Oh. Yeah. Um, oh, the oh, Oz. Oz. Oh. How could I not think of pink? She's one of my favorites. How about you let them answer the question? <laughs> Joe, name a celebrity famous or dead or alive. There's a color in their name. Pink. Is pink on the list? That is correct, sir. You know, for years, Kim claims that she only had two artists on her iPod, as she called it, and that was Prince and Pink. Well, at the time, it was my iPod, and Pink is still... Scoremaster Steve. That is one for Joe, zero for Sherry. We stay with Joe. We stay with Joe. Here we go. Joe, top five answer to the board. Give me the most popular answer, Joe. Name a store you wish you could avoid during the holidays. Walmart. Is the Walmart on the list? It is at number one. Tyler, name a store you wish you could avoid at the holidays. Best Buy. Is the Best Buy on the list? What's wrong with you? Strike strike number one. Avoid the Best Buy. What's that about? (laughs) Never not passed a Best Buy in my life. Uh, Joe, name a store you wish you could avoid at the holidays. Uh, Target. Is Target on the list? 
It is at number two. Yes, man. Uh, Three seconds. Yes, man. Two seconds. I'm gonna go with one second. Mm. Strike two, dude. Mm. Uh, one strike left. Three answers left. Joe, a, sh- uh, a store you wish you could avoid at the holidays. Oh, um, um, three seconds. Home Depot. The Home Depot. Big holiday store. Strike three. Girls, talk it out. I guess grocery store we can't say because that's too specific. I mean, not specific yeah. enough. The time for discussion know. is over. <laughs> <laughs> Sherry, name a store you wish you could avoid at the holidays. Let's say J.C. Penney's. Is J.C. Penney on the, even with their sixty-eight percent discounts? <laughs> that's what they say. It's the leading store for discounts. No, that's not on the list. Number one, Walmart. Number two, Target. Number three, Kohl's. Number four, grocery stores. And number five, mm. Costco. Oh, I thought slash we had to be too specific. Name a store. Yeah, name a store. I would have taken Kroger, so. Food City. I would have taken Aldi, as and I also would have took grocery stores. Oh. I Costco thought we had to be specific. Does it say? Okay. No, but Costco and Sam's were at number five. All well, right. I'm sorry, Sherry, I'm failing you because I thought grocery store, no, but I thought it had to be. Specific. Uh, we can do a complete postmortem maybe later. Well, <laughs> how about we finish up? We'll the call game. each other, Sherry, and talk about uh, current that. score. Scoremaster okay. Steve, that is three for Joe, zero for Sherry. Joe, you're in the lead, so you get to decide if you want to play this or pass this round. Three top four answers on the board, and only two strikes to work with. What's a nickname for money? Do you want to play that or pass that? Play it. Play it. What's a nickname for money, Joe? Dinero. Dinero. I didn't say foreign words for money. You said that's a strike. Yes, man. What's a nickname for money? Greenbacks. Greenbacks on the list. Be great in the town called Greenback too, wouldn't it? Yeah, it yeah. Would. That's number. That's number three on the list. Three answers left and two strike. Uh, another one strike to work with. One more strike to work with. Joe, a nickname for money. Moolah. Moolah is Moolah on the list. It is at number four. One strike left. Two answers left. A nickname for money. Yes, man. Currency. It's currency. Boy, can I get some currency from you, please? (laughs) Can I borrow some currency? Girls for the tie. Talk it out. Jack. um... The tie for discussion is over. (laughs) Boy, that discussion goes fast. Sherry, what's a nickname for money? I'm going to say Jack. You're going to say Jack. And I'm going to say, bye, Sherry. <laughs> Jack. Yeah, can I get some Jack? Can I get some Jack? Who the hell says, can I get some Jack? I don't know. Never maybe, heard maybe, that. Maybe Jack Black's wife says that from time to time. <laughs> hey, can I get me some Jack? Maybe somebody ordering Monterey Jack cheese. Can I get some Jack on that? How about how about cash at number one? How about bucks at number two? How about greenbacks and moolah? Three and four. Joe, off you go. Muse Knoxville, I got four tickets for you. Congratulations, Joe. Thank you. Future dates of Taylor Swift. If you're going to be dating Taylor Swift, you should have cleansed your Twitter, your ex, your Twitter. It's all the same thing. Um, before you get into the relationship, because it's now going to be a second relationship gone bad. You know, Matty Healy in the 1975, old misogynistic tweets about Ice Spice and others yeah. had to have had something to do with why they're not together anymore. Well, now, that and he acted out. Well, he yeah. acted out, sure. And now the Swifties have uncovered all of the Travis Kelsey tweets from about 2010 to 12. We walked around campus, wherever he was going to school at the time, calling people fat and ugly. And isn't it funny to watch a fat person fall down and Mm. use the R word for mentally challenged and all sorts of stuff. And Mm. supposedly the Swifties are pissed. They should be. How do you, I mean. That's not acceptable. Why, 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 why do we have this need 
to every thought that crosses our brain, and we have to throw it up on social media, no matter how ridiculous it is. It's just like, you know, well, he was only 21 at the time. Hey, you know, yeah, 21's old enough to know better. Well, maybe old enough to know better, but other instincts take over, yeah. and you just do mm-hmm. things. Yeah. At some point, I would assume Taylor Swift is going to have to write a song about Twitter. Like Twitter giving her, Twitter give it. Twitter gave me my exes. Hmm. Well, there it is. I like that. Twitter gave me. Twitter gives me the exes. Because I mean, that's what's happening. This is going to happen. You watch. It's over. There's no way in the world she's going to see that and go. Oh. Thanks. Now, man. now. Well, although maybe the Swifty, maybe the Travis is the one that Swifties let off the hook. They'll show that cancel culture is now over because we can't cancel the the you know my Kelsey era. I don't think she'll be. I don't think he'll be canceled because of this. Oh, you don't think bring, so? No, I don't. Okay, I guess if Morgan Wallen didn't cancel for dropping the N word, I guess you can survive anything anymore. Maybe. I and the know. parents are going to meet. Oh, so well. clickbait Kim is teasing us with some. How did you do it again? Some household device we all don't have anymore. Or do we? Yeah. The yardstick is dead. Hardly anybody has one anymore. We have one in our cubicle, but it's because one of our, uh, someone who used to work here got me one for 10 cents at a yard sale, and she only ah, got it because ah, it has Handy ah, City on it. You mean it. a yardstick Hard. sale? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Do you have one in your house? No idea. I don't have one. Do you have a ruler, a 12-inch ruler in your house? Um, probably left over from Eli's elementary school days. Would that be a yes or no? I think I have one, yeah. It's okay. in the junk drawer. Mm-hmm. Can you fit the yardstick in the junk drawer? No. If no. You, if you break it up, you can. Um, other than SWAT and behinds, what's it for? Well, that's the thing. Somebody started a conversation online and said, does anybody have a yardstick in their house anymore? And everybody, most people said, well, my grandmother had one. I remember it always hung in the kitchen or it was in the pantry or whatever. And they were like, well, what do you use them for? So I went online and I went to our Facebook page. Hold, hold on. You had to... You had to ask what yardsticks you used for? No, no, no. I went online and I said, do you have a yardstick in your home? What do you use it for? Where was this? And on, I just, I put it up at seven o'clock and um, I had several people answered and Missy said, I use mine to run my kids up on the couch when misbehaving. Wow. <laughs> she admitted to some child yeah. abuse there. She said, I'm totally kidding. And she goes, but my mama did do this. Oh yeah. We and all got she'd it. use it to spank us, but We've she all been did. whipped with a yardstick at some point, sometimes by teachers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we had a teacher that would smash when he ran out of pointers, like this, like those long, thin wooden pointers. Yeah. He'd smack Mr. Cross. Oddly enough, he was cross. Yes, he was. <laughs> That's why I said oddly enough. And he'd smash it on the table because he'd be so. Mm-hmm. And then he moved to yardsticks. Those are splinter. He 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 busted dozens of yardsticks in his tenure there. I'm sure. Amber says, yes, I have one, and uh, usually use it for the standard purpose to make a straight line or measure something. What, oh, is she, was she making dresses? I would imagine that's the only thing you need yard sticks for, right? Yeah. Right? I don't know. I never saw one use it for, well, I mean, for a... But that's what they're for. You I think don't know. You think they measure out a football field with yard sticks? Well, no. I didn't know what they used to measure. It's for, we, cutting, it's for cutting It's cutting patterns out of dresses. It's like, it's, like, it's like for measuring fabric, right? Growing up, the only thing we ever used it for was measuring snow. That's the only thing we ever used it for. If it snowed, we went out and we but used the yardstick. Isn't to the original snow. use of the yardstick to like uh, fabric is is measured in yards? Correct. I mean, I'm, I'm I don't know. I mean, I'm asking. I, I don't know. Come on, clickbait Kim. You should know these things. I don't know. You're talking about the yardstick. That's the reason I go to the internet. I didn't. Because it's too big to use as a ruler at all you know, for homework. 
You know, uh, we also, mom used to also put a towel on the end of it and take it like and clean out under the refrigerator and stuff. That's she also used it for that. If it wasn't how measuring did, snow, how, how it was did she doing hook that. the towel to the end of the yardstick so it didn't get lost? With a rubber under the, band under the fridge. With a rubber band, huh? Mm-hmm. Is this pre Swiffer. Mm-hmm. Did your mom actually by accident come up with a Swiffer? Maybe so. I, I'm sure she wasn't the first one. Natasha could've, says, "Could have gone with it though." Well, could have. <laughs> could have gone with it, though. Natasha says, I have one that was given to me by my 90-year-old grandmother I cared for, and I keep it just because she gave it to me. Okay, not so, use it for anything. So it's a memento. Oh, yeah. careful. Careful. Isn't our yardstick on our keepsakes and memento That's wall right. behind Somebody us? Somebody may take it. <laughs> oh, you mean the yardstick that I bought? Hmm. No, not the yardstick you bought. Terry says, I use mine to get my cockatiel off the top of my kitchen cabinets. I don't even have to use it, really. I just take it and say, yardstick, and she flies to her cage. Wow. Could have used that when I had the parrot. My poor wife had to pick that parrot up off the ground all the time, and she couldn't do it. And She always had to get some book or stick or something. Yeah. Crystal says, I use mine to measure the amount of snow when we actually get some. There you go. There you go. Uh, Deb says, I clean out from under my... uh, refrigerator and closed curtains that i can't reach closed curtains that you can't reach so nobody i mean oh, hard- oh, oh, oh. closed curtains you can't reach the curtains don't hang down to oh i don't know the floor i'm assuming behind <laughs> furniture or something if you can't reach it and she gets them and closes them that then way, that's I don't know. that's poorly decorated house right there if you've got uh. curtains you can't reach right <laughs> i guess i mean tell them you know you hang signs from every knob in your house not every knob, no. Every single knob. <laughs> and Billy says mine has a level on it, and that's the only reason I use it, because it can level out things. Isn't it true that you do have a sign hanging from your husband's knob as well? Is no, I don't. Oh. It's the Mark and Kim show. Yes, man. Tyler Gann, who put up a poll on Instagram yesterday concerning the adornment that Kim added to her steering wheel. Because, you know, you can never have a car that you don't adorn. I, I'm, I'm thinking about... I don't over-adorn, but I do oh, adorn oh, all of my cars. Oh, oh, excuse me. Oh, excuse me, Miss VW Beetle, with the magnetic daisies all over it and the daisy taillight covers and the O, oh, I, ha- I have to have a flower vase. No, the vase came with all of it the VWs matter. and you, I put a you daisy You could have put a it, pen yes. in there, but you didn't. You no, put a dan- I put a daisy. A dancing flower or something. It wasn't dancing. It was just a regular... No, it was something. not a hula girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Somebody said to me the other day, just yesterday, if there is something related to vehicles that is dangerous, the Hansards will always do it. Give an example. The poll, by the way, was, will Kim take off the affixed rhinestone emblem on the steering wheel, which she conveniently placed right there where the airbag pops out at you? Because that's popular, and I love the look of it. It's it's not like I just decided to do this. It's a popular thing, and I love it. You did just decide to do it. I so, mean, it's not like I discovered this and I decided to place we, them on there. It's okay, made hold, hold for on, that. Hold on. You did decide to place no, them I on No, I did, there. but it's right. not like it's just me out of but you know, but millions how of people. Many, how many other millions of people do we do a morning show with? No, but what so I'm saying is it's not like about, I no, thought, oh, this will be excuse cool. Excuse me, Miss Center, Center of Attention Deficit Disorder. We're talking about <laughs> you now. I know that, I'll tell and you, I love it. I'll tell you, on plenty of occasions, you know, we're not talking about you right now. But this time... We're talking, yeah. and so the government, you know, the government, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, they issued a warning, mm-hmm, and I that, brought the story that, here that, yep. that anything placed on the steering wheel, like in the middle of the steering wheel, yeah. where the airbag blah, comes out at you, blah. especially individual crystals, even though it's in a sticker, and they let said me, it let, could hit you in the face and okay, put out a knob. Yeah. The word was rhinestones, and, and she's people got, have lost eyes. 
I was going to explain all of it. It's concerning. Uh, not enough to you because I just looked outside and guess what? It's still there. Yeah. But I did try to start <laughs> taking it off. See? What? See, there's always something. No, I did there's start al- trying to take it off. I've got okay. to get a solution. My husband is going to get me a oh, solution. Because you can't? Well, well, he's going to get it for me. Why can't you? I can get it, but he's going to get, get it. it. He has time to get it. So no, he's going to go he get doesn't. it. Did he get it? Well, not last that, night. And he didn't have time to get it. <laughs> not point, last point night. Being, but I will you take said them the off. Words, you said the words on the day of. You were like, oh, I'll take it off today. Mm-hmm. We knew that that wasn't going to happen. And the Facebook, excuse me, the uh, Instagram poll said these words. I uh, don't have it right in front of me, but it said, will Kim remove the rhinestone emblem emblem from, from her steering wheel? Well, that's right. Will Kim. Yes. Not should Kim. No, no will. it was will. Will Kim. Will. Because mm-hmm. we knew the answer. Right. And the survey says. No, she's not. More than, I say, 97% said, yeah. no, she's not going to remove it. The majority of the there people said I There might have been two will. people said you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it was two to 53. Two said, yes, she will. And 53, because they know yeah. who you are. They do. They know that you, got, you guys will choose dangerous over safe. And here's the other question someone asked me about concerning the fact that you have now, you have now with scissors or a cutting device, yeah. cut out the passenger side airbag. Because it deployed. Let, let, let me finish, please. Because it deployed. The passenger side airbag, which deployed when it <clears throat> hit a pothole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You cut it out with scissors. Did you also peel out the sticker above the wind above the uh, visor there that talks about the speed about the airbag and the safety and everything else like that? Have you placed a sign on the car yet saying that there is no, no. airbag in the passenger no. side? No. These are things that you should and maybe have to do. Okay, we'll have to find one. mm -hmm. Well, you just can draw it up on a piece of paper. Well, however we have to do it, it, we can do that. Say, by the way, for those of you riding in this car, you may not be protected by We can do that. So you cut it out. You literally had it cut out, and the mechanics of it stuffed back in, and then how'd you seal it down? With duct tape or? No. Packing tape? No. Scotch tape? (laughs) No. You don't have to do any of that. It's just you (laughs) Mm -hmm. cut it out. Boom tape? No, there's No, no tape. No tape. No. You just cut it out, and then you what? You would never know it was there. <laughs> you know why? Because it's not. <laughs> no, I mean seriously. Either you would the never front know. airbag or the side or the passenger side. I mean, on the you know, the side like the the door one. No, yeah. all it is, yeah, it's all it is is it's the front where the glove box area mm. is, and then the <sighs> side of the seat in the back. <laughs> why didn't you just paint it red like a tongue? <sighs> because what? it didn't need to be what? hanging what? out. Was I? Because it didn't need to be hanging. Sure out. Sure did. If you could have daisy taillight covers and magnetic daisies all over your car. But I don't anymore. That and, was with and, the Volkswagen. And rhinestone affixations to Which these. are going to be taken out now that I know they could kill me. Mm. So you've driven or it. put my eye Hold out. on. So you've driven it since? Yes, I tried to take it off last night, and I can't uh, just pick it off. So you've, I have driven, to get, you've driven it since. Because I don't want to destroy <laughs> the, the steering wheel. Oh, which is more important? The look of the steering wheel or your face or your life? Right. Mm. I care about the look of you the know, steering because wheel. Because you, <laughs> more than your face? No, <laughs> but I'm I'm not going to destroy the car trying to get it off. I want to do it delicately. So you won't get in any accidents between here and wherever you're going next? I can't guarantee that, no. <laughs> Putting your life on the line. Mm-hmm. Just also affix like a dagger or something, or maybe some, some you know, pellets from a pellet gun or something. Just put that, uh, like a little cup worth right there. Just affix it to your steering wheel so that when a, boom, Boom, out come the airbags. Wham! 
just takes care of it all right there. What? Come on. We go. Can we get the keys to your car? No. Can we get, can give us. We'll 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 get it. Come on. Very recently, when we uh, were going to check on whether or not Kim had still been drinking at work with the Union County moonshine in her drawer, mm-hmm. and another radio station right across the hall has like hordes of of like old old Smoky Mountain moonshine. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, an email will go out. Hey, we're missing some of the old Smoky moonshine over here. <laughs> and then there's Kim. And then there's Kim. So you could show flashcards. Which I did, flashcards with tongue twisters on them, and it'll de- to determine they've been drinking at work. But and you I, didn't say that's why you were doing it. And then I listened closer. People started texting into the radio station. Did you listen to Kim? Were you hearing Kim while you were holding up these tongue twister things? I'm like, no, I didn't listen. What are you talking about? And they were like, oh, you got Kim, are you ready? Yeah, here we go. Say it out loud. Say it. Which wrist... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Which wrist watches are Swiss wrist watches? Mm. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, my goodness. All right, here we go. This is a tough one, Kim. Let's ju- judge her alcohol consumption on this one. Rory the Warrior oh and God. Roger the Warrior. Wor- warrior. Warrior work. I can't read your writing. What do you mean you can't read my writing? My Wait. writing is perfect. Is my no. writing wrong? No, no it's right. fine. All right, go ahead. Okay, Rory the Warrior and Roger the Warrior were reared <laughs> wrongly in a rare in a rural brewery. They get longer and longer. That's what she said. Fred fed Ted bread and Ted fed Fred bread. Said your speech Ned Oh my God. the bed that he shared with Bruce. Oh, you're doing good though. I'll be honest with you. You see, yeah. you're probably at a. Point seven, point zero seven, or something. I really did get a speeding ticket. Oh no! Oh, oh, I'm oh, not oh, oh there it was. No, nope. you just did. Nope. No, no, no. Kim Hansard, you need help, darling. Mm-hmm. So here's the problem. We have a problem. Starbucks mm-hmm. is giving away free reusable red cups, which will be today. about five minutes into the day, won't it? I mean, are they already gone? Hmm. <laughs> they usually go very quickly. Are, they, are you saying there's a limited supply? Uh, yeah, oh. usually they go very quickly. Starbucks today announced it will be giving away free limited edition reusable red holiday cups. Yeah. Are these the, so these are the plastic ones. Yeah, and they go very quickly. Word of warning. I've bought one of these reusable cups before mm-hmm. because for some reason <laughs> I was concerned about the environment. <laughs> you? <laughs> Recycling, please. It's all a scam. You've never been that person. You couldn't tell by the sarcastic laughter? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> What? So back for the... I bought one of these, and it's like putting a hot... Like one of those um, heat tiles from the bottom of the space shuttle. When you grab that, it is it is not... has nothing to... It, it keeps... They that, don't have the band on it? No. It's just a plastic cup. They don't... You can put a band on it, I would assume. You know? Maybe the Rolling Stones. Maybe the... No. You can put a band on it and hold... But it doesn't come that way, and so... For an extra price. It is the hottest damn thing holding that cup of coffee in those reusable cups. We brought it in here one day and show. I think Wilmire mm-hmm. was here at that time. Mm-hmm. The only problem is, is when a star, one of the Starbucks employees going on strike. Did you hear about that? Starbucks employees. <laughs> Hold on. Mm-hmm. 
non-unionized Starbucks employees. But didn't they go on, on strike oh, they not tried too to, long ago? Well, they tried to unionize, didn't they? So is that that's what they went on strike they, for, I thought. And they busted the union. They they were like, "No. You ain't going to work here if you're going to they just they're busting unions. They're they're I'm sorry, they're they're quelling the try the attempt to a formation of a union mm-hmm. for Starbucks workers. You know, you don't have to work someplace if the working conditions are that poor that you feel like you need to unionize to protect yourself against the employer. But then there's other reasons why unions happen. I understand that. I was a part of a union at one point myself, and I didn't want to be, but I had to be. Um, so two things. Good luck getting it if they go on strike. And secondly, watch out. It's like it's like it just came through the atmosphere and was on fire. I mean, mm. it's, those are, these are hot cups. But they're hot because I guess everybody wants, you know what's what I'm talking about, the red because yeah. we have to we have to show off that it's the holidays when we drink <laughs> our coffee. It's, it's like we like everything's something. Everything is always something. We appreciate it. Uh, coming up tomorrow on the Mark and Kim show, another round of Normal or Nope, a game we've liked to play here on the show for a little while. Uh, things like I eat all the broken chips first, then eat the whole chips later on. Normal. That's normal. I do that. You do that specifically. It's normal to me. That's that's kind of weird. I pick them out because I like to have the pristine ones left. Nope. You nope. You do that. And I thought everybody did that. That you pick out this, the the crumbles are at the bottom. No, I pick out the broken but ones. And if then you I eat out of the, the top of the bag, ones. then all the good chips are at the top, and all the broken ones have fallen to the bottom. How do you get to the how do you get to the, the broken chips? I rarely eat nope. them straight out of the bag. I take them out and put them on a napkin, and then I pick out the broken ones, and then I eat if the pristine ones. You're picking them from the top. Left. You're getting the good ones. Nonetheless, we'll get into normal or nope, which, of course, nobody can have their own normal or nope, I guess. Um, no, and, everybody has their own and normal and nope. tomorrow, we're going to give it a shot. That scares me to death. A brand new her versus him game we're going to try I'm tomorrow. Frightened. Uh, I sent the frightened eyes when we were having the family chat came about up, this. I came up with a great name for it, which I've now forgotten. Oh. But we'll, uh, it's effectively... We just called it the new game in the family no, chat. No, we called it something else. I gave it a name. Nonetheless, yeah. nonetheless, nonetheless. It's a new game tomorrow based on... Sound effects. Our, our, yes, our ability to make sound effects. I <laughs> suck. Not one of the sound effects you'll have to make, though, by the way, just so you know. Maybe we should just call the game Kim Sucks at This. There we have it. Okay, um, <laughs> so that's tomorrow. All you people want is more, 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 more. Kimmy, Kimmy. More, more. <laughs> and here we are one more time, everybody. Um, this would be the disclaimer, as in we were going so well. We were going so well talking about toys and the Toy Hall of Fame. And Childhood mem- memories. Memories of Nerf footballs and, and other things and uh, train sets, p- pedophiles, <laughs> basements. And then it became something else completely. So um, yeah. forgive us now, because we didn't hold our peace. Hmm. Uh, or so, anyone else's. Yes, yeah, someone else is holding a piece. <laughs> <clears throat> Cut himself a big old piece. Yeah. So there's there's chat coming up about uh, adult subject matter. Sorry, you got the kids listening to this. Now's the time. Once once we're done, t- when I bring up. When I bring up Mr. Clark and his amazing train and slot car track um, in the basement of his home and the kids in the neighborhood coming over to watch, that's when you stop. You hit the stop right there and make sure the kids are gone or whatever before you play that part. All right? 
some sensitive material in there based on a very hot news story happening right now in the world of Hollywood. So you've heard it. We're sorry. We can't help ourselves. We wouldn't do this on the radio. No. But we'll certainly do it on the internet. You know, <laughs> the internet. <laughs> All you people want is more, 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 more. Kimmy, Kimmy. More. <laughs> howdy, howdy, hi. Hello, hello. Welcome to the podcast. Bonus feature. We appreciate you being here. Thank you. Uh, what did you say you wanted to talk about? I want to talk about the Toy Hall of Fame because every year it never ceases to amaze us what is being put in. Because and it's it so amazes late, you mean? Pardon? Because it's so late? Yeah, because we're well, like, wait up, a minute, wasn't that in there? The that's kind of the, isn't that hmm. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame too? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, wait a minute, how are they not how in How is here? Fleetwood Mac not in the Hall of Fame? Exactly. How is Stevie Nicks in but Fleetwood Mac isn't or yeah. whatever? Yeah. Whatever. Well, this year... Look, I look mean, when the Toy Hall of Fame started, if you don't mind there, Ricky Research. We'd appreciate that. I Ooh, see if I had excuse that me. on here. I had a thousand oyster crackers today. <laughs> and he's not even kidding. Oh, uh, no. 1998. So in the 1998 class, they, have, they should have incorporated every toy that ever existed before 1998 that was a classic. You'd think. Um, mm-hmm. It was Barbie, Crayola Crayons, the Erector Set, it's a sketch, Frisbee, Lego, Marbles, Monopoly, Play-Doh, the Teddy Bear, and the Tinker Toy. And that was the very first year? Yes. Okay, that's a good list. It is a good list. It's all-encompassing. But this year, what they've put in is baseball cards, mm. which have been around since 1860. Big fan. Right? Uh-huh. Okay. The Cabbage Patch Kids, which debuted in 1982. Now, are the Cabbage Patch Kids at all like current or relevant at all because baseball cards still relevant they are people still like do baseball card pack openings online and yeah i saw a little kid freaking out about a charizard card the other day and in a pokemon card opening and didn't uh, one of the paul idiots you know, I shouldn't say that because they have made something out of nothing. All right, uh, they've made something. <laughs> they out make of nothing. something out of several nothings. Mm-hmm. Okay, but they do. Will. That's their thing. Yeah. They make something. They've made a business for themselves the way the Kardashians have. So you have give give some respect for the people with nothing giving themselves something. So yeah. he got involved in some weird Pokemon card thing where he had purchased like the most expensive or most rare or box or something like that. Some open up, and then only to find out later on they were counterfeit. Yeah. Yeah, it was a big deal. Whole ugly thing. What else is on that list? Uh, the Nerf, or just Nerf. <gasps> it says the first Nerf product was a four-inch foam ball. Just a ball. Uh-huh. Parker Brothers sold in 1970, and they built it as the world's first official indoor ball. I can Don't tell play you, ball in the house. Well, with yeah. Nerf, you could. I could tell you. I can tell you. Maybe we can turn this into a Facebook post. Because you're gonna are you gonna mention the Nerf football? Because the Nerf the Nerf became the football. Well, Nerf they've just got Nerf as like its whole as one section. I don't they just said Nerf. So I, can I'm, tell you I right don't know now. if they're including everything because the Nerf football was a big deal. I remember when my brother got the Nerf football. Yeah, I'm gonna so I'm gonna say this that I think in terms of tangible items like physical items, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think is it, it's either the camera that I was handed at 11 years old. Or the Nerf football was the biggest part of my childhood. Really? Because the Nerf football gave me the ability to throw the Nerf ball against things and not break it. Yeah. Because there's a lot of times, like any kid, I'd be outdoors with a football and you may not have anybody to play with. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So I would throw the Nerf ball 
against a tree. I would throw the Nerf ball against the house. I would throw the Nerf ball. I would kick the Nerf ball and not have to worry about where the Nerf ball was going to hit. Because right. if it hit a window or something, it, it didn't matter. It well, well, it depends on how close you were. Because it was still pretty solid. And if your house was built in the 1930s and still had original glass, you know, <laughs> not that I'm doing anything autobiographical or anything, but no. but then I can say we should do like what was the like what thing was the biggest part of your childhood? You know, like maybe we we might turn that into a post. Like what was a big part of your nerf the nerf football? I mean, I from the time that I got one till the time I didn't have one was probably between. Maybe nine or ten. See what the, see what year the Nerf football came out because I know I got one right away. Nineteen seventy. Oh, the well, the Nerf, the Nerf football. Yeah, the Nerf the football, football. I don't know. Somewhere in the mid seventies, and I probably had one in my possession. Nineteen seventy two. So okay, that would be second grade for me. Mm-hmm. So about seven, six or seven years old. I say probably a Christmas or two after that because nobody was groundbreaking any Christmas gifts in my life. What I mean by I was never the early adopter, because it should, it had to be a thing before. Like and there, like there was no internet, we didn't know. There's some mm-hmm. kid had a Nerf football. You're like, oh my god! So I had a, I probably had a Nerf football by fourth or fifth grade, and I had one in my possession. I took one to college with me. Okay. And the Nerf footballs of the old days, if you ate, if you used them enough, mm-hmm. that uh, that shiny. Uh, cover part of it would just eventually come off. It looked like a th- like you were throwing mom's sponge around the neighborhood. Yeah, it indeed, got yeah. dull, and there was always like a, a a place that had been not bitten out, but, but it looked like a store, like a divot porn. or yeah, something. Yeah. In it. <laughs> yeah, it really, truly, it did look like I it. do remember yeah. that. It looked like it had been eaten off of, you know, like a ratted, like like yeah. there's there pizza rat nibbled. There was Nerf football rat. <laughs> mm-hmm. He was nibble away, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that, I remember I, that. I, I can say the Nerf football. And being able to kick it around the neighborhood, because I love to kick, whether it was place kicking or punting. I would punt it and kick it all the And because it was um, like there was like one sweet spot on it where you had to kick it mm-hmm. to make it go. Otherwise, it was just, you know, uh, helped me when it became when I became a punter and a kicker in, fo- in football that I could because it was all the practice I'd done mm-hmm. with the Nerf football. I remember coming out my freshman year playing my freshman year and just kicking the ball around the field. And the varsity coach walked over, and goes, uh, come over here and do that. And I did. I went and kicked yeah. the football for, through the uprights from 25, 35, 45 yards as a ninth grader. He's like, where did you learn how to kick? And I said, with a Nerf football. So the Nerf football more than the regular regulation football or whatever. I could, yeah, I started with that Nerf because I had a regular football. Than... I had the K2, mm-hmm. you know, the K2 football. And then you had the varsity. Then you had the NFL footballs. Mm-hmm. I had all the different mm-hmm. sizes mm-hmm. along the way. Yeah. Was there a J12? What's the J12? I think. Look up K five football. Look up other sizes of youth football. See if what the what the names were back in those days. But yeah, the greatest part of that story would have been if I had been able to finish it was the night the coach said, "How did you learn to kick a football like that?" I went and kicked these field goals for him, and then I went and kicked on the varsity football team as a ninth grader. Be a great story, wouldn't it? Would be last I ever heard from the varsity coach. <laughs> <laughs> Even retired before I became a varsity football player. He went away. He went away. But no, I, it was kind of funny. I would have been great. Yes, the ninth grader comes in and kicks the winning field goal or something like that. But it was just a, it was just a thing I got really good at because of a Nerf football. It was, oh my God, the Nerf football. You know, when you ask recently, when's the last time you thought about the Roman Empire? And mm-hmm. men say, I don't know, about a week ago. I don't think a month goes by that I don't think about the Nerf football. That's cool. Like I would like <laughs> to have one. That I could just put up like on a tee and sit on my. Sh- I should go get one today. You don't still have one? No, I don't. 
You I don't have get my your three year old best friend and her football and play. Tees now too. Do they? Yeah. Oh my god. Might not be at work tomorrow. <laughs> Might be around the neighborhood kicking over garages like I used to. And, oh, I had a I had a garage in my neighborhood, Captain Bill and Miss Aiken's garage. It was set perfectly that I could set the Nerf football up across the street in the Miller's yard, and I could whoop, kick it right over their garage like it was kicking field goals. Yeah. Oh, memories. Thank you, Kim. So going often, back to the Toy often, Hall of Fame. It's not often that you bring up good memories. <laughs> if we're talking about toys, I, know. I know there's always. I thought memories. you said this podcast gives you life, Kim. It well, does give me life. You know life. what you just did. You gave me a little life. And that's good. I'm glad you got life. Give me a little joy and life. happiness for once in your godforsaken life. Is that okay that I just run with that? I think it's great. Well, back to the toys list. Well, because <laughs> it's going to give me life here, because the reason I wanted to bring it up is oh, because- Oh, because it's all about you. No, not exactly. No. Yeah, usually. <laughs> you hmm. always say that, but it's really not. Mm-hmm. The Fisher-Price Corn Popper was added to the list this the year. What? The Fisher-Price Corn Popper. And I the thought- that? It's that thing that you push or pull, and it has the balls in it. Pop, 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 yes. That's a corn. Is it called a corn popper? Uh-huh. And it has the plastic dome over mm-hmm. it. It's one of the oldest Fisher-Price toys, and I thought that was put in there years ago. I thought that was a trouble game with wheels. Remember the trouble game? You yeah. yeah. Pop you it. pop it, and it goes, yeah. and has the <laughs> What did I have you look it? up just a second ago? Um, about the size of footballs in the 70s. Yeah, quickly, because um, then I want you to look that up, and I want you to show me that picture. Of what the best I can find right now is sixth grade, size seven, seventh to eighth grade, no, size eight, names. and then the official. We had K5, we had J12 or something. Never mind. Okay, fine. Show me a picture of the corn popper. I remember having one at home. And I think it was like one of my cousins. I didn't have a new one. It had been handed down to me from somebody. And then mm-hmm. we had one at church. And so I thought what? everybody had this corn popper. You know? Would the preacher use it during a service? No, we had it in the nursery. <laughs> <laughs> we had it in the nursery. <laughs> they start to fade out around the 27th minute of the sermon. <laughs> yeah. He so just they goes just, down the middle of the aisle. Yeah, but the corn popper. The corn popper. Here, I'll get your attention. Show me this damn thing. Why is that called a corn popper? I've seen that. It's a, it's a lawnmower, isn't it? No. They had a lawnmower. But this is the corn called. popper. But, but where's now, the corn? But a lot of people, it's just the way the balls like pop popcorn. in there. And it goes, when they make the things inside yellow then? That would be pretty cool. Like if they made it look like popcorn. But they're multicolored. And I I mean, everybody I knew had one of those. And it's it's just a memory. So it wouldn't actually make you popcorn? Pardon? It wouldn't actually make you popcorn? No. Of course not. It was so simple, but I mean, people would use them as lawnmowers. I mean, if you were like playing house or whatever, you'd use that as a lawnmower. Yeah. You'd use it as a vacuum cleaner before they made vacuum cleaners and everything for if kids. If I had my own landscaping service, yeah, the first day I'd come out and I would I want them to see me on their doorbell cam working the corn popper <laughs> over their yard. <laughs> How fast would they be on that on the ring video doorbell? Uh, excuse me, Mister Landscaper. Uh, what's this all about? I could see that happen. <laughs> You were about to say what? I saw you. About oh, um, yeah. I was actually going to say I got one for my son when he was born. Like uh-huh. I, I'd gotten him one in his early stages of life. Like as a nostalgic thing for? No, like I just I just knew that that was the kid's toy. Uh-huh. Like so, I mean, yeah. I, every kid has them. Yeah. What is it called? The corn popper. I never knew it was called the corn popper though. Is that yep. the actual name? Fisher Price Corn Popper. Yeah. Toddlers push around. I mean, it's like every co- toddler. And I think we got Eli one, and they had revamped it a little bit. Of course, it wasn't all wood then, because the one I had was wood, and the one we had at church was wood. And they make it like out of wood and plastic now. You know, because Kim was born in the 1700s. <laughs> no. Now, is it true that your son whipped off the dome and tried to eat it because he thought it was corn? No. No, not at all. <laughs> hmm. But did it he, wasn't... Did he lick it so that no one else could could use their... 
No. It was like he stuck his hand in the chocolate fountain there at the... Uh... No. I remember everything this kid has ever done. You, pretty much. But the corn popper wasn't actually nominated to be put in there. And I was like, oh, they inducted it as a bonus honor Hall of Fame thing because it was one of the forgotten toys. It's like people don't think about it anymore mm-hmm. unless you had one and you think about it as nostalgia. Mm-hmm. But you don't, you know, it's not one that's nominated anymore. It's like yeah. every when you bring it up, people go, oh, yeah, we had one of those. And, you know. Yeah, it's like you find it in garages, you find right. it in basements, and yard everybody sales. talks about having Where one. You buy yardsticks, right? Yeah, like next learned, to the yardsticks. Earlier today, people are still chiming in on that yardstick thing and what they do with them. Yeah, that's kind of cool. A lot of people say, yeah, to make dresses. No, nobody's saying that. Or oh, do, oh, you are, may are see they one. not, dear? I have it right here. Well, okay, Lauren, I haven't seen that. Yes, they're used to measure fabric. Um, who else said? I love how you just say no. Well, no, I haven't <laughs> seen the text on it. I'm sorry. I was looking at the Facebook post. Yeah, other people said, yes, this is what they used to measure fabric with. Because you had asked about that. You had asked about that. No. I didn't know what they were actually used no. for. Well, no, not on, the, on the Facebook post. Lauren, you're a nobody. I just no, you know. that's not true. The, first, <laughs> well, the Facebook post is nobody also. My grandmother at. would marry cakes, would uh, measure cakes, pie crusts, and uh, somebody else said it too. Which I thought that was interesting. So you a bunch of nobodies on a text. No, that's not what I'm saying. I was looking at the Facebook post because that's where I had put it. Some other toys? Yeah, nine of the other finalists that didn't get enough votes to make it into the this year's Toy Hall of Fame. Uh, the baseball cards, like I said, and the Cabbage Patch Kids made it, and the Corn Popper, which you so didn't know the So only three that get in popper. this year? Um, and the Nerf Ball. Yeah. Only four. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. What were the honorable mentions or what? Um, they didn't get enough votes. It was the Ken doll, which you would think this would have been the year that Ken dolls would have gotten in because with all Dang. the Barbie craze and everything. The Ken doll is not in the Toy Hall of Fame. Ken is still not Knuff to get into the Are you gonna, Toy Hall of Fame. You know, you can't use that word if you've not seen the movie. Yes, I can. No, you shouldn't. Well, I may not should be, but I'm going to use it. What now? I may not should be able to, I but I'm going to use it. I may not should be. Yep. <laughs> People know what I'm saying. <laughs> and, uh, the, and therein lies the rub. Well, as long as they know what she's saying, right. why, why bother speaking the language? That's right. People understand. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Are not on the Toy Hall of Fame. No. Uh, this, so, they're, so this is, they're the PETA of Halls of Fame. <laughs> what? People for the ethical treatment of animals, what they do now is they'll find anything that is that can be interpreted wrongly and they'll go with it. They, they, they try to make news for just being almost ridiculous, like the things they claim, the things they, they argue about, the things they get mad about. Mm-hmm. The Toy Hall of Fame is leaving out toys that should have been in the Hall of Fame years ago, but then bringing them up as, oh, just barely missing. So that shows like this one will go and, what the hell? Yeah, why are they this in This is there? how the Toy Hall of Fame stays at all relevant. Where, and where can, where can you go to this Toy Hall of Fame? Where is it located? Is it a place you can actually go? Is it one of those mythical online things? That oh well, it just exists in 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 the virtual world. It's in Rochester, New York. Oh, never mind. Okay, so you can go. <laughs> you can go to Rochester, New York. One of always at the top of the list of greatest places to live. Is it really? It is. It used to be always. Oh, that was Rochester, Minnesota. Never mind. <laughs> but go on. There's a place in Minnesota that's one of the top places to live. Rochester, Minnesota. Look it up. Hmm. Top place to live, Rochester, Minnesota. See if I'm right. The other toys that didn't quite make the cut are Battleship. Oh, God. See, you sunk my battleship again, and and it's and it. I'm telling you right now, if you can remember the commercial for the toy or the game, this doesn't apply to you, youngin. 
But if you can remember the toy from its TV ad, it should already be in the Toy Hall of Fame. Pretty much. Because you're going to tell me that, remember uh, Light Bright? Light Bright, making things with light. Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I remember that. It's not just that she sings it and warbles her way through it. She locks eyes with me, and then she starts her bobblehead. That's right. Like, what are you doing? Oh, my God. I'm captivating you. You know, you know, that is a word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is that is something. Um, but the, And I see, maybe you know this, maybe you don't. When you watched a commercial for a toy, and did you see commercials for toys when you were like watching your cartoons yeah. or whatever? Okay. Yeah. And it still goes on because I watch programming that is uh, aimed towards children, obviously, as someone that hangs out with a almost four-year-old and a three-month-old now. And she loves SpongeBob, by the way. Does um, she really? <laughs> um, she has no idea what she's looking at, but she can't but stop. But she likes looking. the colors. She can't <laughs> stop looking at it. Um, it's not the toy and the play itself. It's the background. It's the set dressing. It's the set yeah. that they put it on. It is. Have you ever looked into the background? Have you ever looked at the? Oh, don't tell me you don't know this. Do not tell me you don't know this. I'm trying to I, think of the background. I better get a witness from the congregation. If you look up any classic toy commercials and and even current toy commercials, the toy is playing on a on a on a movie set in yeah. terms of the build, the little model they build, oh, yeah. the background, the lights, the buildings behind it. Oh yeah. We never get to play with that stuff, obviously. No. I'll remember all the different Hot Wheels tracks and the commercials for the Hot yeah, Wheels tracks. Yeah, yeah. And it was like against a cityscape. They were amazing. Yeah, yeah. And it was dark and then it was a glow of light and they would go zipping around the track. And oh my God, this is why, this is why, I'm just seeing this now in my brain, that adult men, 60, 70 years old, have intricate train sets. They build out these train set towns and cities that yeah. are amazing because... They have a certain thing about watching TV commercials with toys that had backgrounds and sets that were just amazing. Because now they can build those now backgrounds. Now they can do it yeah. themselves. They can create those. Yes. And if I could do anything, sense. if I could do anything, speaking of things that kind of meant a lot to me to my, in my life, there was two, I had two neighbors that his father had built out in their basement an amazing train and slot car track combination town. Oh, they were so together. He, they were together. He had a the, Mr. Clark had, um, so you'd ha, he have to he have to climb up. He'd get on his hands and knees and climb into the middle, and he had built this circle, if you will, of towns with mountains and tunnels and and train tracks, slot cars. So the slot car track would go around. You could do that with your thumb, you know, with the little trigger yeah, the little, pull. It would yeah. smell like burning electricity all the time. Mm-hmm. The train, which would constantly work through the town while you're, oh my God, dude, I would sit there until he would like, yeah, you got to, you got to go home. I would watch him. Yeah. He would, he would round up the neighborhood kids Yeah, and say, Hey, I'm playing with the trains today. And we'd all go follow him like the damn Pied Piper. <laughs> <laughs> Glad I didn't find out later in life that he was some sort of pedophile. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I avoided that by the way. I wasn't bent over a couch like Will Smith. Oh, oh. that's the story of the day. Isn't it though? Of the last two days. I guess we could talk about that here. Yeah, we can talk about healed, that here. Apparently. Oh my God! You want to play the? Should we play the audio from the guy yeah, describing? We, we can play that here. We'll have to warn well, at the beginning I've, that we do it. I've. Oh yeah. Yeah, we'll have to really? back up another warning. Yeah, we'll have to go back and well, warn. Uh, we start out with toys and, and pureness <laughs> and memories. Well, and, we get into pedophiles, and then when, you know, luckily <laughs> I didn't find out gosh. later on that Mr. Clark was a pedo. 
uh, or a pedo as they call it across the pond and was taking kids into a bathroom and then it made me think of someone getting uh murdered murdered yeah. so to speak so to speak from behind yeah well, let's play that clip okay I'll go, <laughs> I'll go right now before i play it before i edit the clip in i'll uh I hate my uh, Hall of uh, Fame of toys led to this, but it's true. <laughs> I mean, it does. I, I see where you where you went. To yeah, well, that. we're talking about you know a Pied Piper with a yeah. strange tracks, yeah, and then taking kids into a basement. Mm-hmm. You know, things that yeah. would never fly in twenty twenty three. Yeah. All right. So here's the uh, audio of an interview with somebody that has gone viral for what this person is claiming to have witnessed on the set of the French French fre- fre- fresh French. P- French press, <laughs> the French press of Bel Air. <gasps> Did I just come up with a coffee shop? I think uh-huh. you did. See if there's the French press of Bel Air. Or, and we'll play a little funny parody song here in a minute, called The Fresh Prince of Derriere. Oh. Listen oh. to what this person is claiming to There love. actually is. There's a French press of Bel Air? Yeah. Is oh, there really? You're too late. <laughs> now, this guy was supposedly a real good friend of Will Smith mm-hmm. and kind of an agent like with him when he was younger, I think. An agent? Yeah, sort of. I think that's what he called himself. All right. Well, listen in on the interview and then shortly thereafter, the parody that someone put together on the internet. Hang on. I saw sexual acts that I, when I walked in on. Who'd you walk in on? Him and Dwayne Martin. So I'm running all over the, the, the studio. He's not in his dressing room. I go to the cafeteria. I'm like, where is this guy at? So now I'm holding Dwayne down too. So I have the keys to his dressing room. All right, I open the door to Dwayne's dressing room, and that's when I see Dwayne and having sex with Will. There was a couch, and Will was bent over on the couch, and Dwayne was standing up, killing him, murder, like murder. It was murder in there. What did you do? Even when I was with the deer and headlights, and I finally said, "Oh." Mur- murdering him. That, that, I mean, I'm sorry if this is true. It's horrible to have it described that way, but I'm giggling. I'm not going to lie. Murder. Killing him. Murder him. Actual murder, yeah. Yeah, well, not actual murder. Yeah. But, and then here's the uh, song parody, or I guess a Fresh br- fresh Prince of Bel Air <laughs> parody. That? <laughs> Got fresh pre- French press on the mind. French fries. Here it is. I noticed you noticing me. You look so good, I'd marry your brother just to get in your family. <laughs> Just think of me as the love terminator. Time to saddle up. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Uh, kablam! <laughs> hurt me, hurt me! And you know what they say, behind every successful man, there's a woman. But uh, if you wanted to switch positions, I'm with that too, you know? <laughs> and that's entitled The Fresh Prince of Derriere. Wow. Mm. Yeah, huh? Wow. Mm. So, uh, if this is true... These are racy accusations. It was made. It was on TMZ. This was on TMZ. That doesn't make it true. It just makes it wow. This is something that people are going to pay attention to. Well, my eyes got wide when it popped up yesterday. So did Will's. <laughs> I, well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you saw when I first saw it. You were standing there and you said, "What? What?" Because my eyes were like, "Oh mm-hmm. my gosh!" Yeah. Um, and and seeing that it came up on TMZ because that's. Again, not saying it's true, but when it came up on TMZ, if it had come up on anything else, I would have been like, eh. reputable. But that's one of the sources that we sort of consider more reputable. A guy named Brother Bilal claims he walked in on Will Smith and another actor, Dwayne Martin, making man love in a Fresh Prince of Bel Air dressing room. Uh, Will's rep has already denied it firmly. 
But um bum. <laughs> Best way to do it in this case. Jada Pinkett had a two-word response. We suing. Mm-hmm. You know, at this point, I don't care what Jada says about anything. Oh, you're out on Jada. Well, yeah. Hold on, you were the you were the you know the queen of the red table talk. You oh, love, I, and I still I still like that show. Wow. I still like what it brought to the table, so to speak, but because there were some good conversations. But I feel like Jada has brought all this attention to their family, to their relationship, to things that if if you're wanting to keep people out of your business. I feel like she's just brought a lot of attention to a lot of things. Well, maybe this explains a few things. If he's gay, and that's a relationship of, let's just say, convenience, it's not like it doesn't happen. No, There not are at all. gay men that mm-hmm. marry women to hide their gayness. Barry Manilow, the singer from the 70s, oh, yeah. recently said that he didn't come out until he was in his 70s himself, like 73 years old, because yeah. mm-hmm. he didn't think the world could accept it. So the world won't accept Will Smith as a gay man. It just won't. And, you know, why no one was ever named as somebody in a relationship with him could be because he was not in a relationship with women. You know, we talked about, you know, Will cheated too, Will cheated too, but with whom? And it doesn't matter. It's his life. He can do what he wants. Absolutely. You know, but maybe if you find out that Jada was not married, or excuse me, was married to someone that was not sexually interested in, in her, Okay. Like, because to me, that's a major part of a relationship. Yeah, it is. Okay. That it is. Me, that's just my idea. It, it, what if, what if he just says to her one day, you know, I've made these kids with you. We've had those sec, we've had that time, but I'm just not into you in that way. I'm into men. This is my thing. Then does Jada Smith, if she wants to keep a, you know, a front, if you will, for the sake of their career, for the sake of their religion, for the sake of other things, for the sake of their children, possibly, does she then, as a woman, a beautiful woman with probably the same needs as you or I, yeah, does she not have the the entitlement to go and engage in a relationship, especially if they have a, quote, open marriage? This might open a few eyes on why they have an open marriage. Exactly. This could have been their agreement. Yeah. Because, like you said, there are people who have these arrangements, and I'm not. I'm not talking just celebrities. There are real life couples, if you will. There's one that lives in who halls, go into these agreements. <laughs> no, I mean, halls has it. <laughs> one of these couples. No. Well, if you're if you're alluding to me, no. Huh? But I mean, oh, seriously. you're the only person that lives in halls. Huh? Uh, no, <laughs> no. But there there are couples in real yes. life who do this. Yes. They have kids together and they have arrangements. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, happens a lot in churches where you have pastors that uh, you want to remain, you know, above reproach in terms of their personal lives, only to come to find out later. Oh well, you know, and they had a wife and kids on the whole thing, and so. You know, who knows? It doesn't matter. It's it's worthy of chat, obviously, worthy of talk, because it's a news story. I would but, hate that it would break this way. I hate that anybody... Brother Bilal. ...who is living this life or feels they have to live this life to do what they want to do in life, okay? Like, to have their stardom. Like, if Will Smith has been living this undercover life, if you will... I hate that like anybody was has that to do that. Dressing room, <laughs> no. wide open, no, no covers at all. Yeah, <laughs> used a cover or two. I mean, I would hate that anybody would have to live two lives, if you will. Yeah, and and how's then, it been? Huh? How's it been doing that? <sighs> I just, I just hate that it would come, you know, blown wide open this way. 
Right. So just, I just, I just, I'm blown. Oh, she God. said, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll be definitely going back to put a disclaimer on the front of this one. Yeah. Day two, yeah, we've gone off the rails again. So we'll see how that evolves. If in fact anything comes out of it, we suing says Jada, you know, they say it's not libel or it's not slander if it's true. Yeah, that's the thing, that's a legal thing. Hey. If it's not, if it's if it's a lie, if it's false, if it's fake, you know, then it's libel or slander, depending on if it's said or spoken or spoken or written. But it's not slander, it's not libel, if it's true. And all Dwayne has said, Dwayne Martin, Martin, is that I will not dignify this with an answer. So or, that's not a no. But that that's the thing. <laughs> that's one of those things that it's like a lot of times when somebody says that, it's like, well, that's a way of saying. Mm. So you're saying there's a chance. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. It, and it's really none of our business, but oh, unfortunately they made it? it our business by putting it out there. You well, know? we are in, you know, we give yeah. out infotainment. Here, yeah, exactly. So. so the info of the day, that's detainment as well. Yeah. Is what's happening in Hollywood with one of the biggest stars. And, and this is big. This is, yeah. That's what, that's, <laughs> hold on. That's what he said. <clears throat> <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. You've heard enough out of us.